Welcome back, everybody, to the Game Chat Podcast. It is Monday, October 4th, 8.51 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We're recording this maybe halfway through the third quarter of the Monday night game. I'll keep us updated. Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated because... <laughs> well, they'll uh, know. But oh, they'll know that. They will know. You, you're right. You three updated. No, you're right. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah. Emergency. My go-to <laughs> pirating streaming website is down. Oh, that's not oh, good. No. They finally found it, huh? Wait, hypothetically, which one? Yes. Asking for a friend. Hi. It was hypothetically... It was like live slash stream. It was pretty basic, but I had everything. I watched soccer, football. You can watch NASCAR. You can watch everything. Huh? Cricket. I'll let everything. Hypothetically, there's another one called Sports Urge. Hypothetically, 720p streams. Yeah, yeah. No, this is talking. Yeah. Hypothetically, yeah. I'm looking up Sports Urge right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just hi- hi- maybe, <laughs> hypothetically, in the future. Kind of a bummer of a sports weekend yeah, for all of us in this room. Um, the Manor's Magic, unfortunately, came to an end this Sunday. Um, Saturday night's win was one of the most fun Mariner games I think I've ever watched. I, um, yeah, it was awesome watching them win that game and make, making game 162 matter was great. The, the call from Dave Sims, who we had, have had on the podcast, go listen to that interview if you mm-hmm. haven't. Um, yeah, it was awesome, but then to, to like lay an egg <laughs> in game 162, mm-hmm. And then also have the Red Sox and Yankees win so that it didn't matter. It was just like that was a rough, was a rough yeah, game man. to watch. Yeah, well, rough win. Honestly, though, like it would have sucked even more if you guys won. And then Red That's Sox and Yankees saying. both. Won. Yeah, no, yeah. At least, but it, like you for guys just, you guys, just, you guys weren't so hyped for the Red Sox to like be like, oh, they're gonna lose, they're gonna lose, and like came back and won. You would, no, yeah, you would have been you're, devastating. You're right, yeah. but it also did suck that. I mean, I I would legitimately like I woke up Sunday morning and I was like. Let's go. Like the Mariners have a chance to get make the playoffs. Yeah. Today. And then, like second pitch of the game, Otani goes yard, and you're just like, okay, this sucks. Like, do you think it more comes down to game one sixty one? That's when they lost, right? No, that's mm-hmm. when they won. They lost. They lost. Um, game one sixty, yeah. right? Friday night they lost. Yeah, Friday yeah. night. That was yes. Yeah. That was the one. They would have won watched. that one. It'd be a whole different situation at that point, right? Yeah, so it basically would have been if we if we would have won. Then they would have been, we would have been tied right with them. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that was the, um, that was the game. Friday night game. I'm, I'm trying to remember all the different what, what happened. Yeah, we right? lost it Friday. Was a coaster there for a little bit. Yeah, was, yeah, because they the when the Red Sox had lost on Thursday, we were tied with them, and then we lost on Friday, put us a game back. We won Saturday, kept us in the race, and then when they won and we lost, we were out. So. Yeah, um, and then it was, man, Kyle Siegel, wow, Siegel. Kyle Seeger's exit, um, that was really emotional, it was really cool to see all the teammates, all his teammates and stuff, yeah. give him his respects, and then, yeah, I mean, it's a bright, bright future for the Mariners. Yeah, um, this offseason is going to be a lot of fun. There are so many things they can possibly do, I think there's going to be a lot of movement, yeah, I think there's probably four or five players on this current team that are probably going to get moved. Yeah. And so that's going to be just the the X's and O's of you know finding a way to get better. But it's such a young team. It's completely different than not making the playoffs. And I think it was 2017, the Nelson Cruz and Cano year. 
where you have a bunch of guys in your team that are over 30 and you're you're trying to make a run. And yeah. it's, it's completely different than that. So there's a lot to be excited about. Yeah. Moving on, though, to the play MLB playoffs, the teams that are actually in the Woo. playoffs. Brandon, I think we are all just going to be Giants fans, honorary Giants fans for this postseason. At least I know I am. I mean, I. it's crazy. We've talked about this before in here, that we've all when, – when the – MLB season started, we were like, well, both of our teams are projected to pick or finish last this year. And what a magical run it was for the Mariners, but, I mean, even a better run for the San Francisco Giants. So, Brandon, how do you feel about not like best record in baseball, most wins in franchise history, one seed in the division or in the NL, but you await the winner of the Dodgers-Cardinals Wednesday night? It's just... It's a wild thought, man. I mean, did I ever think they'd be in the spot? No. I mean, if I said, yeah, I'd be lying to you. I mean, it was 107 wins, 106 wins, whatever it is. I mean, it's just, for us to win that many games and then only beat the Dodgers by a game, it's just like, I want to be happy at the same time, but then I know it's coming. Like, St. Louis, I'm I'm biggest St. Louis fan in the entire world. I'd rather play St. Louis than the Dodgers, and I don't care what their win streak was mm-hmm. in the past. Like, yeah. it's still the Dodgers, but... Uh, I don't know, I just can't see it happening. I know, I know that we're probably going to see the Dodgers, and it's going to be right back to where we're at. But it's just, it's crazy, man. It really is, it was a wild year, and to what Matthew <coughs> just said, I mean, we got a bunch of older guys, vets that have been on the team, and it's just, they're making a run, but we'll see. Our pitching staff's got to hold up. But going against the Dodgers, if it's, if it is them, it's going to be a t- it's gonna be a rough series. I feel like we need to talk about, uh, the MLB needs to talk about their playoff formatting. Because the idea that, you know, you get... Yeah, best out of five. Right. Yeah. With those two instead of seven in the NLCS, yeah. hypothetically. I don't know. I feel like that needs to be, you know, because football doesn't, well, football does do that technically, but I don't know. It's I wild card. I mean, yeah. I understand not rewarding a division, you know, a team that didn't win the division, but at the same time, it's like, two best we're getting robbed. We're yeah. getting robbed of not having an NLCS, hypothetically, yeah. those two teams. Yeah. yeah. No, it's two best records in the MLB, and one of them is not going to be, you're right, in NLDS, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for the MLB, let's just do kind of what I did with um, Sam, Shane, and Stewart for the NBA. We won't go too much in-depth like we did for the NBA. But let's just kind of go round by round for this. So Yankees-Red Sox is Tuesday night. I mean, other than having the Mariners in it, this is the best possible outcome for the ma- for Major League Baseball. For sure. Um, yes. Yankees-Red Sox, Fenway Park, mm-hmm. one-game playoff. Um, they had the same record, too, which is awesome. Like... Yankees and Red Sox fans just uh, obviously hate each other, but now that they have, now they have the same record, playing in a one game playoff to to advance to in the next round. Who's throwing? Do we know? Uh, I know that uh, Cole's pitching. Garrett Cole and Avaldi for the yes. Red Sox are pitching. So it'll be a good matchup. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a uh, obviously a must watch on a Tuesday. You're not doing anything on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Watch the Yankees Red Sox for for real. Oh. Those are both flamethrowers too. Like yeah, not throwing ninety seven plus. That atmosphere is gonna be amazing. Yeah. I know it's, it's gonna be so cool. Is. And then same with the Dodgers Cardinals on yeah. on Wednesday. That's gonna be a great atmosphere too. Wainwright versus uh, Scherzer. That's just insane that you just throw Scherzer in there for the, the <laughs> ride. I mean, it's like, it's, that's insane. Did you also see Urias, who's like their third or fourth pitcher, had twenty plus wins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Unreal. They they're insane. Um. Quick picks for each of those games. We're going to include... Eli, you get to make a pick for these games, too. So, Yankees, Red Sox, Matthew, you got? I'm going to go Yankees. I'm going to go Yankees as well. I have Yankees. 
know Red Sox. <laughs> I, I don't know Garrett Cole's pitching. Why, Eli? <laughs> because you guys all chose the Angels. That's a fair enough. Um, I'm going to go Dodgers over the Cardinals. I as got well. Dodgers as well. I'll go Dodgers. I think if it's in St. Louis, it would be. I would consider that upset. I don't think the Cardinals have it in them to knock them off, but you never know. Hopefully, that'd be re- really cool. I don't know. I really want it to happen. I'm going to be honest. I, yeah, want, I want Dodgers Giants. Yeah, if I don't that, blame you. If that doesn't happen, blame. I'm disappointed. I don't blame you. I agree with that. That's fair. Um, do we want to go over these other two series right now, or do we want to yeah. wait until the other? Okay. Um, in the AL, the other series is the beloved Houston Astros, I say that sarcastically, <laughs> against the Chicago White Sox. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, seems like Houston's been in this, I mean, they're in the playoffs every year. Um, they just have a, a really good team, and it's not changed this year. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I I honestly thought you know I've I've always felt like Houston was a favorite, and I thought that was kind of not a common take. And then I saw you know literally at my headline day, Houston is the favorite for the AL, and I'm yeah. like, well, that's not yeah. that's just my my gut feeling. I like I I really like what the White Sox have with Jose Abreu, uh, Tim, and Tim Anderson. I like really like their bullpen, <coughs> Kimbrel, and uh, yeah, that's a, that was a big I, um. Yeah, they, they got a good uh, starting four rotation, but I don't know. The Astros just get it done. I think they're going to get it done again. I, But out of the AL, I'm definitely rooting for the White Sox, even though I really don't like Tony La Russa. Yeah, same. I'm not a big Tony La Russa guy either. But, I mean, yeah, like Correa, Altuve, they've been here before. Bregman, yeah. Um, yeah, Bregman. Yeah, I mean. Alvarez is really good in first base. Yeah, no, they're, they're really, they're just solid all around. Yeah, that'll be a fun series for sure. Um, kind of an underrated one. Like, not a ton of big names besides, like, the, the guys in the Astros. Right. But, um, yeah, and then in the NL, you've got the Milwaukee Brewers and the Atlanta Braves. Acuna is not playing, right? He's still no, hurt. No, he's not That's incredible that that team still goes to the playoffs and wins the division without Acuna because he's – one of the best players in baseball. Um, I guess when you have Freeman, Albies, Swanson, um, they have a really good team as well. Mm. That but, offense against the Brewers pitching staff is going to be fun. I mean, even with Peralta smashing a wall and breaking his hand. Yeah, that's that's bad. Um, but like you just like you said, the well, no, it wasn't Peralta. It was um, what was that? What's his name? It was the reliever Williams. Devin Williams. Oh, yeah, Devin Williams. rookie of the year. Because they, they, I'm looking at a little article right now. It's like Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta are their big three okay. in the rotation. It's you had a great bullpen, bullpen. but now you don't have Devin Williams. Okay. You just have Hader. No, you got Hader. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that sucks. I was, we were watching that game. Um, Brandon and I had it on, and it the stat showed up for Hader. It was like, in the month of August, he's had two days off, and he has not allowed to run. And I was <laughs> like, jeez. Or a month of September, I guess. He's a like, my goodness, this guy's insane. Yeah. Sale plus four or five mile an hour. Unreal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're going to miss Devin Williams, but, yeah, that should be a good series as well. Uh, any more MLB stuff? Um, I don't we, we can talk about so. the, yeah, we can talk the about it next wild card, the other wild card games after. You want to make a really quick uh, pick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just throw it out there. I I don't want to be trendy. That's tough. Are we doing a, just a World Series pick? Yeah, yeah you want to go uh, AL versus NL and then 
Yeah. Okay, just a little hypothetical. I don't know if I want to go first, but I guess it's a red up. <laughs> oh, it's your fault. I know. I don't want to be... Fine. All right. Dodgers in the NL. I hate it, but I have to do it. Um, AL. <sighs> oh, I want to... Mm. I'll go Astros. And then... I hate, I hate this because I want to root for it. <laughs> Astros pull up the upset. Oh, my God. I hate Matthew. it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. I'll go Giants over the White Sox. I like White Sox. Well, if I was a betting man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is not a betting man yeah, prediction. If I was yeah, a betting man, to be the Dodgers, but I, I can't go away from my Giants. I'll go Giants, and I'll go Strohs. And I'll say Giants right. and Strohs. Right. In six. I dig it. Eli. <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> no idea. Which what? mascot in the AL? <laughs> well, I don't even know what mascots Astros, are in the AL. <laughs> yeah, Astros, White Sox, Sox uh, Rays, Rays, Red Sox, Red Sox Yankees. Yankees. Out of those five, pick one. Yeah. 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 Rays. Okay. All right. Okay. Rays versus then, you got Dodgers, Giants, Braves, uh, Brewers, Brewers. Cardinals. Cardinals. Cardinals, Giants. Here. <laughs> my man. And then who wins? My man. Who wins? Rays. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to do it because it's just a cool one. Watch him get it right. That's a good pick. Yeah, that I like those pick. picks. I like that pick as well. All right, before we get into the game recaps, another bad boy just ate loss. Oh, gosh. Um, I killed the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, what was it, two weeks ago, we went on a long rant. Same, same crap, different week. Yeah, no, I don't have as much to say this time no. about it because it's almost expected. Yeah. yeah, why wouldn't we be disappointed in our Boise State Broncos? Because just sad. Yeah, no, it's Friday. yeah, exactly. First half team, maybe. Yeah, no, definitely not a third quarter team. I legitimately think this might be the worst third quarter team in NCAA football history. In, in the history of the sport. Yeah, <laughs> ever. I mean, how is it possible to be worse? Like that is a think, serious question. I think we've netted. Less than hundred yards in four games. I think we've three, five games. I think we've probably netted negative. That's probably true. Somehow we scored three points. I don't know. We did score three points. Oh. I don't know how. I told you I was a keep you updated. Chargers are up twenty one fourteen. Yeah, Warriors making a comeback. Wow, of course it's make coming becoming a game as yeah. soon as we go out to the shed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, it was just a bad. It was a bad loss. It was a really bad loss. Um, and it doesn't get any easier. We play a top ten team in BYU this week. We still play Fresno, who's pretty good, yeah, and I mean, San Diego State is also ranked. No. How short is Nate's leash? Give me an honest answer. Of, <coughs> if you were Andy Avalos, how short is, is his leash right now? Well, we were talking at the game, like, our leash is way shorter, apparently, than all everyone, all these beat writers and stuff are like, oh, I didn't think Hank played that bad. They're like, I thought Hank played well. I think his line just sucked. And I was like, oh. The line does suck. The line does suck. The line does suck, but his stat line, it looks like Kirk Cousins after a loss. You know? He like, also just doesn't. Move out of the pocket now. Yeah, no, that that's the thing is like I think a lot of people look back and they'll see like, oh, like, what thirty completions like, or almost no, maybe not thirty, but like several completions, like four hundred yards, four touchdowns, only one pick, but like he didn't look that good. Like when you think when you think about that stat line, you're like, okay, it's a pretty good game, but he didn't have a very good game. No, he didn't. We I just we I guess our our team didn't really have a, that good of a game. <laughs> Except again, like our defense is really frustrating when they're out on that field, but. When you kind of take a step back, the defense did a, did pretty good with what they were given because there was three turnovers in the second half that were all short field for Nevada, yeah. and Nevada's got a first round quarterback, 
with a first round receiver and a couple other good receivers. Like, I don't know. They can't much expect much more from our defense. No, our, I think our defense is doing exactly like their job. Like they're doing what they need to do. Our offense just isn't. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, like the the turnovers. The um, it was that it was when Hank got swatted. It was the first play of the third quarter. Like right out of half, he just gets. Yeah, that's one turnover. Yeah. So they're on the field, and then it's also like the turnovers were short field, like really quick. So our defense hustles; they get off the field, and then they just gotta get spat right back on there, and they're doing all that they can. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but and it's gonna have to happen in recruiting or the transfer portal. But our O line and D line are getting absolutely pushed around every yeah. game, and it's <coughs> like our ceiling of our D line is so low, and yeah, they. When in doubt, they can't really stop the run, which is amazing that you know they hang out a lot of these games because they really, if teams pull an Oklahoma State and run the ball a ridiculous amount of times, they're going to be on the field for five minutes a drive with the way they're playing. So it's it's weird, but it starts in the recruiting trail, and as far as Hank is concerned, I guess that they they're all in on him apparently, even though they're supposed to be a quarterback battle. <laughs> yeah. I the old line has to be better, but and they have to put him in a better position. But man, he is a he's been completely one luck, a lot, and it's it's just it's painful, especially being in the stands and being able to watch a play develop, and you know see the dump off or see that, <coughs> and then your quarterback doesn't see it. But yeah, it, it's uh, we we mentioned it at the end. It's an entire team thing. It's not. It's not if only we had didn't if only Hank was better we would be this yeah. amazing team like man we are <laughs> we have so many holes and so many problems that it, it's it's hard to even be optimistic anymore because there are so many things that need to get fixed yeah yeah that's all I got what were you gonna say? Were you just... well before we do the uh, recap I'm very disappointed in us why why did we buy a hundred shares in Carson Wentz what is our problem. Uh, I will say that you were definitely the biggest Carson Wentz guy. I definitely was. I was on that train. And I think too. you leveled us up in the believing in him. Because well, he was two ninety four. I was on. I was on that train as well. Should we do? Um, <laughs> just gross. I was looking at that. Like, Should we do that? The well, Andrew lost just, that too. Yeah. Also, I know we don't have much. Man, the stocks are going up by the minute. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, Drew Locks down. Kyle Drew Locks is nothing. He has Donald's play. way up. Uh, Herbert, we probably should have bought more. Wentz. Burrow's is up too. Trash. Burrow up. We'll do a. Budget, I don't know. Let's do that Thursday. Thursday. Thursday show. We'll do an update. Um, because I have a little game I want to play at the end. So. I like games. Oh, yeah, you do. All right, NFL game recaps. Let's start with the Seahawks Niners. Um, twenty-eight, twenty-one victory for the Seattle Seahawks. Jimmy Garoppolo hurt. Trey Lance played the second half. Shocker. Russell Wilson three times. <laughs> Shocker. He says. <laughs> um, Russell Wilson had three touchdowns. Um, Brandon, let's start with you. Um, Takeaways from this game. It's typical Niners-Seahawks game. You know, Seahawks can't stop anybody on the face of the earth. They come in and we can't score points. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it works out. It just it works out every dang time. Um, but, I mean, G- Jimmy G goes down this game, um, said he pulled his calf or got stepped on in, like, the first drive and then slowly lost power over the rest of the time he's in the game in the first half. And then we throw rookie Trey Lance in there. Game plan was not for him. He definitely looked a little shell-shocked the first couple of drives. Throws all over the place. Um, finally found his groove towards the end. Got some garbage time touchdowns. But 
Um, this game looked a lot worse for us than it ended up being. I mean, Trent Williams just started <coughs> off with a shoulder injury. Yeah, that's um, all a bunch of stuff, and then it comes out today that Trent Williams is day to day with a stinger. <laughs> um, Elijah Mitchell's coming back this week, so I, I, we got to regroup. We got Arizona this week, who's the last undefeated team in the NFC West, so we definitely got to bounce back. But um, yeah, typical Niners Seahawks fashion. Um, I thought it was a good game. Our, do- our defense played great in the first half, and then ended up giving points in the second half. Offense just couldn't keep up. So. Yeah, Matthew, you want to go from the CX side? Yeah, I mean, this is a, you had to win this game. You could not be one in three. And, uh, I'm really happy that I bet the house on this game. Yeah, for uh, real. It worked out pretty well. Alex Collins was a really surprise uh, help to this offense. He's way quicker than Chris Carson, uh, way shiftier, uh, and just I think he fits better uh, with what they want to do early on – in drives. He looked good last year, too. Yeah, he, I mean, they go away from him a lot, and I think Chris Carson has a very specific, specific thing that he's good at, yeah. which is really short yardage, but you get him outside, and he's going to get, you know, these linebackers are so quick, he gets run down yeah. really fast, and Alex Collins, they need to keep him involved, but uh, the big thing was Trey Flowers not really playing a whole yes, lot, and Sydney, Sydney Jones started, and besides the one horrible play where he was the only one running man when everybody was running zone and then Debo Samuel all of a sudden is <laughs> open 50 yards down the field. Besides that, with the, which that was 100% Sidney Jones' fault. <laughs> and they asked Quandre Diggs about it after the game. He's like, I ain't no snitch. <laughs> but, which, but, to be fair, yeah. he was like, when when did we trade for Sidney Jones or something? Like, like, uh, a week and a half ago. Yeah. Two weeks, yeah. So, it's like, so yeah, it is, it's understandable. But yeah, him and Ryan Neal played a big part of this game. Ryan mm-hmm. Neal... Uh, cornerback uh, with the dreads, if you don't know who that is. Uh, played pretty well. They got some learning to do, but they need more experience, and they are just... Their ceiling is way higher than Trey Flowers. We've given Trey Flowers so many opportunities. So yeah. Just to see that is refreshing. Uh, and just a must-win game, but, I mean, they I, they just still didn't look that good. That's, that's yeah. the thing I'm concerned about in the Thursdays. It just didn't... The Niners just kind of self-imploded, and we just... We didn't look that great. <laughs> Yeah, it reminded me a lot of the game last year when we yeah. played you guys. And I think, did Jimmy G, was it Kittle that got hurt that game? It was Jimmy, Jimmy G. G got hurt, too. Probably all of them. Yeah. yeah he um, no, I will say, there was a point in time when this game had, the first quarter of this game was over, and it was like about the third or fourth inning, maybe fifth inning of the Mariners game, where I thought the world was just going to collapse. <laughs> I mean, it was one of the worst mental states I've ever been in. Um, luckily, the Seahawks were able to pull it out. A weird game for Russ. Like played pretty well after the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, looked like he and DK kind of found their little rhythm again, which is nice to see. Um, Matthew mentioned Sidney Jones on defense. I I've just really been impressed with our defensive line. Um, for as many problems and as many like rotating pieces that we've had in there, um, I think if we want to go anywhere, those guys are going to have to play a big role and. Yeah, that's just kind of the thing I wanted to add is that I've actually been pretty impressed by them this year. Yeah, so. I feel like Russ, for our offense to reach its potential, he has to run. Like when yeah. things break down, he's got to go make plays. And the last two years, I feel like we've gone away from that, which uh, part of it is just how many times he's gotten hit. Right. He's aging, but we need that. And not to say we, you know, no, no way, shape, or form do we need any designed runs at all. I'm just saying when – Things break down, and there's it's open down the field for him to run. We need him to do that. Yes. And that's something we haven't really seen in a little bit. Is like 
we got to stay ahead of the chains, and that's how our offense is going to work. And when we struggle, it's because we're always in third and eight, third and ten, you know, just moving backwards and then trying to throw it, you know, a fade 30 yards down the field. So if they can find a way to get into that rhythm, I'm way more confident in this team. But they got to find a way to be consistent with that. Yeah, I agree. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Let's get to the rest of the games. Um, do we want to go with Bucks patriots Sure. Start it off. Matthew, you want to go with that one? This is a really interesting game. The weather, horrible. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's kind of hard to judge everything going on. <laughs> but, I mean, the Pats, I mean, what, you know, defensively gave them every chance to win the game. And, you know, that's, you know, it starts with Belichick and that, you know, the defense coordinator had, but they played a good game. All in all, they were able to contain, stop the big play. Uh you know, Leonard Fournette carried the ball 20 times for 91 yards on a rain game, but, you know, they were able to kind of make things work there uh, with no Gronk. You know, it's, there were a couple of misplays here and there for the Bucks. It probably would have been big plays down the field. I know uh, Bright kind of, you know, he overthrew him by like a foot. Yeah. It would have been like a 40-yard play, but, I mean, it was just an interesting game. Mac Jones played pretty well. I mean, he didn't really... They did what the Patriots' offense does. It's a lot of just methodical moving the ball down the field. He was 31 for 40, which really speaks to the fact that it was just get the ball <coughs> in his hands, make plays. Ah, uh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> I'd really know. Uh, yeah, I'd, yeah. Love to, I'd love to know the average depth of target for him. Yeah, I, I mean, if you take, let's see, 275 yards divided by 31 completions, he averaged about 8.8, 8.9 yards per completion. Yeah. But that's including that's like total receiving yards, right? Yeah, total receiving. Uh, yeah, total passing yards. yards. But yeah, I know, but it's amazing that they put up seventy points and their leading rusher was Nelson Aguilar with one carry for four yards. Jeez. Yeah, uh, Damian what? Harris spent four for negative four. That's right. He was negative. They had negative one total rushing yards for a while in that game. Yeah, just a, an interesting game. The pat with the pats, you have to be optimistic. Like this is. You're kind of a growing team. You have some players that are veterans, but I don't know. It's tough to be one and three in that position, but I think they're way better than the Dolphins right now, and hopefully they can start getting those divisional games and winning them. But Pats didn't look bad. Bucks sneaked out a win, a terrible weather game. But I, you know, there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic about both teams. I feel like I'm looking at air yards per attempt right now. Mac Jones is pretty close to the bottom of, like, all eligible quarterbacks. Um, I'm interested, do you guys, can you guys guess, of the quarterbacks that have played four games, Mac Jones is bottom four. He's fourth to the bottom. Yeah, fourth worst. Fourth worst. Can you guess who the three below him are? Ten and they've played four games? These these guys have played all all four games, yeah. Big Ben. Big Ben is... 3.3. Bridgewater, no. Wait, what's ben what's Mac Jones? Big, Big Ben is second to last. Mac Who's Jones is 3.6. Who's worse um, than Big Ben? What? Matt Ryan is 3.4. Really? That just shows you how that's much gross. he's regressed. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's, that's, that is eye-popping to me. Why am I blanking on him as a word? No. Um, Tua was 3.2 in the two games that he played. Uh, that is disgusting. Uh, um, worst, Jared Goff is also 3.3. Wow. A lot of checkdowns yeah. is Swift. That's, that's, that's true. All yeah. the yards are Swift. And I don't blame him for, and, and Hawkinson. Yeah. I, that's, a, like, Goff does not surprise me as much when you 
taken into consideration. Yeah, Who is he throwing down the field to? Yeah, right. No one. Um, yeah, that was just a little side note. Um, I, I just, to go to, with the Bucks patriots game, I am legitimately concerned about the Buccaneers' secondary. It is bad. Just keep getting hurt. Yeah. yeah. Like, it is, it is in a tough spot. And I guess you're, it's week, what, week five? Going into week five, you're probably not super concerned about it for, like, the playoffs, but... Like they need to get healthy quick because this team is that's that's gonna be a area of concern for the playoffs. Murphy Bunting, broken arm, probably back in four to five more weeks. Yeah, I would guess. Mm-hmm. You got Jimmy Dean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's back, but I don't think they have Carlton, anybody. <clears throat> Carlton Davis. Is right. he, what is he? He's I don't know. He's out, and then Winfield's out too. Winfield's out now too. I, but I don't think any of them are out for the season. So like what you said, I'm, I wouldn't be too worried about the playoffs, but. Definitely get through this next stretch. They need Sherm to step up. I don't even know who else they have. Right. <coughs> Sorry. Because Sherm looked bad. No, he looked, like, he looked Yeah, natural. He, he, he looked like he'd been out of the game for a while. Which, yeah. You're right. It's uh, what to expect. I mean, if he came out there and shut everybody down, be like, oh, what's, what's going no, on? No, no, you expect. But just the Buccaneers, I know they're like, oh, my gosh, we just need bodies out there for now. But I feel like I didn't even watch it. Like, like I didn't even like, pay attention to that certain thing. But did they ask him to play a lot of man? Because it's, it's not his game. We know that. So I, I just – Noticed that they just kept going after him, yeah. especially in the second half. They were I like, he's whoever he is guarding, yeah, whoever's yeah. on his side of the field, mm-hmm. even we're just throwing it to them. So, you want a quick game update? Yeah, the Raiders stopped the Chargers. Chargers had three incompletions, punted it, and then fifty-yard bomb to rugs. Wow. Yeah. Dang, we picked the wrong day to record early. Well, Twenty-one nothing. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. Now it's twenty-one fourteen, and it's uh, third and three in Chargers territory. I'm going to pull it up on my laptop. They're, ten, they're in the, like, the 27, 28. Oh, Brandon, what a guy. All right, Eli. Uh, Jags, Bengals. Oh, you're just way earlier than mine. Jags, Bengals. Um, Bengals went 24 to 21. Um, Jags were close to their first win. I'm trying to remember. Probably should have had it. Probably. Definitely should have had it. Probably. Um. Uh, Tyler Boyd really shined. He had nine receptions for 118 yards. Um, also, I guess Chase Uzama. Is it CJ Chase? Uzama? CJ Uzama. Uzama. I don't know. He he had five receptions for 95 yards and two touchdowns. The two touchdowns really made that line pop. But um, but um, Tyler Boyd was really what got him up the field. Jamar Chase had a, a couple good catches as well. Um, not much of a rushing presence. The Jags, honestly, the Jags looked a lot better. Um, you know, the, the Bengals aren't like a, they're not like a high echelon like team that they're playing. You know, it's not it's not like a super tough team that they're playing, but um, so the Jags did not look terrible. James Robinson is kind of back. I I mean, he he only had seventy eight rushing yards, but he had two touchdowns. Yeah, fantasy owners are happy. Fantasy owners are pretty happy with that. Chenault had six receptions for 100 yards. So he's... Would you say... I feel like there was a lot of hype around Chenault going into the season. Would you guys say that he's... I don't think he's lived up to the amount of hype, but like... <coughs> what do you, use what do you guys think of Chenault? They use him weird. He's a gadget guy. They yeah. kind of just, he's got the screens. He's got the end arounds. He's got all the all the cool stuff that athletes do, you know? And mm-hmm. Marvin Jones is running the curls and the... And the dig routes, and you know, it's just it's yeah. kind of what they use oh. him as. It's a little weird. He's a less utilized Cordell Patterson. Yeah, very true. That's um, that's another thing to look into. Was it Chark or Jones that went down? Chark, Chark. fractured ankle. He's out for probably like eight nine weeks. Yeah, so maybe the year. 
So they're they're with that truck for a while, which is yeah, it'll be a long time. Huge. That's a that's that's a huge loss for mm-hmm. the Jags. Um. Yeah, I don't have much more on that other than the Jags look a little bit better, but still do not look very good. Bengals, however, still I, the the Bengals are an interesting team. They're three and one, which is kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> They're fun to watch. I like watching Burrow. They are. Oh, I always man. watch Burrow. So yeah, I just I hope Burrow stays healthy the whole entire season. I'd love to see him finish the whole season out. Wouldn't we all? I got the next game. I got the football team at the Falcons. Uh, Falcons offense decided to show up in this game. They put up thirty points and still lost. Crazy. Uh, Washington was able to put up 34 points. Taylor Heineke, 23 of 33 for 290 and three touchdowns. What a game for him. Um, yeah, he actually showed up. Well, he started throwing the ball to Terry McLaurin. That'll, that'll do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin just finds ways to catch the dang ball. And so when you throw your ball to the best player, close your um, <laughs> you score points. But uh, the football team, i got to hear what your guys' thoughts are on this. I mean, their defense, what is – like, <coughs> this was supposed to be a top five defense in the league. Week in, week out, they're just getting shredded. And – this Falcons de- offense has not been able to score points no. at all, and then, like, if there's a game for the Washington defense to bounce back and be this game, like, I, I just I don't know what's going on with this team, and a lot of like people saying Washington was definitely going to take the NFC East, like, it was mainly on the defense being the anchor of this team, and it's just not. And so the fact that Taylor Heineke and that offense puts up 34 points to win this game, it's it's not really the recipe that they want mm-hmm. for the rest of the year, so. No, it's not sustainable either with yeah. the, this team. Oh no, it, I mean it was slim too. He had he had that just chucked up to the air and McLaurin caught. You could tell he was like he looked at me and he was like, please just. <laughs> he really did it. Too. He had no, he, he had not planning on that being caught, and then there was that McKissick touchdown too that he got pretty lucky mm-hmm. on. He he ran all the way to the left of the field, saw on the right, just like almost a lateral, like all the way yeah. across the other side of the field and barely got in. So. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't I haven't I don't analyze enough def- defense to really know like what the issue is with, with the football team, but it doesn't seem like they're getting pressure like they were last year with their D-line. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it is very, very concerning because they look like for sure that, I mean, they don't even look close to the, on the Cowboys level. They look like almost even with the Eagles. Yeah. Like it's, it's bad. I agree. For a team that, yeah, definitely had playoff. I feel like we haven't heard Montez Sweat or Chase Young's name. Like, at no. all. like I don't, I don't think Chase Young has had a sack. Point. I don't think you know either. I think no. he had that one that got taken <laughs> away because back, yeah. he got a roughing the passer. Yeah. The roll where he yeah. kind of like hit him in the head. Yeah, hit him in the head and, so and then uh, Matt Ryan's knee hit the ground. Yeah, that was such a weird play. All right, um, Bills-Texans. This game, Bills did exactly what they're supposed to do. 40 to nothing. Um, I mean... <laughs> Straight shellacking. <laughs> like, yeah. What? This was a game that I think a lot of people... You, like it was, it was tough betting-wise to go against... to take the Bills because of... Like, that's a scary amount of points in any situation. What was the final number? I think it was like 18 and a half. Oh, my goodness. Um, Davis Mills, though, this is a historically bad quarterback performance that I don't think I've heard anyone really talk about. He was 11 for 21, 87 yards, four interceptions. His QBR, (laughs) 0.8. You know it's bad when you only throw 21 pass attempts when you're down, when you lose the game 49. Yeah. Like, you know, they they were like, we're done. Just run the ball. Let's get out of here. Yeah. 0.8 QBR. You remember last week, we, like, Justin Fields' game was horrible, and we we talked about that, like, how bad. You're like a 20, right? (laughs) It was like 8, yeah. Like, (laughs) 0.8. That is unbelievably bad. And no one talks about this because now everyone's like, Okay, the Texans are the Texans. Like, All right. 
They're not fooling anyone now. That was Especially a quiet four picks. I feel like I only saw like one or two. Yeah, same here. Well. This was the game that Red Zone just scored. <laughs> just showed when the Bills scored, Bills, and that was yeah. it. Like, yeah, the Bills are in the red zone again. Yeah, and you were like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do. I wonder how many first downs the, the uh, Texans had. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's that ugly is game. crazy. All right, next game we got the Bears and the Lions. Uh, the big news coming out of this game, David Montgomery uh, – Luckily, avoids the ACL injury, just a hyperextension. Crazy. No, yeah, no major damage. So it's kind of TBD on that one. But you That's know, huge. yeah, That's he was twenty three for one hundred six, two touchdowns. He is that offense right now. Uh, Fields, you know, eleven, you know, for seventeen. Just it. It's weird. It's very weird that that's kind of how they're using him. He only had three rushing attempts. Which is, <laughs> that's weird. Hey, yeah, it's very weird. He is quick. This, yeah, it just speaks to how bad the Lions are. Uh, and they hung in there, but it, this is just a game that I think we all kind of expected them to be a little more competitive, at least in the first half. You know, for it to be 14 nothing, it felt like it was 30 to nothing yeah. the way their offense was looking. But, yeah, just a you know, 24-14... Bears still aren't very good, but they found a way to, to get it done. Throw it to Allen Robinson, please. Uh, yes, I don't I don't know. This is a very meh game. Good for Fields, gets a win, gets some confidence <coughs> going, but Dalton's probably gonna be starting. I think they I think they already said that. I don't even know. I, I, I know think he's you're coming right. back yeah. soon. I think he might start again. I don't know. And it's not to say that it's Fields' fault. I think it's the coaching staff yeah. and they're idiots, but yeah, I think Dalton's probably going to be starting in a week or two. And, you know, maybe they'll help him out a little bit because it seems like their game plan fits him better than it does Fields. Eli? All right, uh, Panthers-Cowboys. These are two teams I really like this year. Cowboys uh, win the game 36-28. Um, honestly, I think the story of this game, at least for the Cowboys, is that <clears throat> they show that they're not a one-dimensional team anymore. I feel like last year... Uh, watching Zeke regress and all their offense was just and you just had to rely on receivers and I feel like we kind of I mean there was in the, like going into the season there was all those rumors about like Zeke you know thinning out or whatever getting better but he he really showed it and honestly Tony Pollard too they have such a they have such an interesting offense the way they run it they've got so many weapons they've got so many good receivers they're working in their tight ends now and they have uh, Zeke and Tony Pollard who. Zeke is looking really good this season, and Tony Pollard is. I don't. I don't want to say he's like underrated because I feel like we rate him pretty well. Like we're pretty high on Tony Pollard, but he's a sneaky good piece in that offense. But they so Zeke Elliott had 143 rushing yards, and Pollard had 67. Prescott threw for less than 200 yards, but still he still had four touchdowns. But throwing for less than 200 yards in a 36 to 28 game for Prescott seems unhurt. Like this well looking at the score in this line seems insane. This is just exactly how the Cowboys want to win yeah, games. This I is mean, the This is a if the Cowboys are playing like this, they are a dangerous dangerous team. Like they I mean, yeah, Pollard you said 67 carries or 67 yards but on 10 carries, so 6.7 yards a carry and I Zeke only has 20 2. carries. Yeah, I mean, that's that's very very uh, I mean, very, very good. Efficient. Yeah, very efficient. Um I mean, yeah, it was like an impressive win for the Cowboys, I thought, over a Panthers team that was, like, undefeated. And, um, yeah, I, like we've been saying, this, the Cowboys offense looks way like better way better than it did last year because they're multidimensional. Yeah. And they can actually run the ball. And then on, like, the Panthers' side, 
I don't know. What were you guys expecting the Panthers to win this game? Because this is kind of like what I thought the Panthers were. They start out. I mean, they get two touchdowns, and I'm like, "Ooh, this is gonna be a really good game." And then after that, they just kind of deteriorated. <laughs> yeah. And I, it just seems like right now it's all DJ Moore. And yeah, it, true. It just, I mean, with CMC back, maybe that change that should change That's the some things. Right that is kind of the big main issue with that. But I don't know. I would like to see, you know, it'd be nice to see Marshall and Robbie Anderson be a little more involved, have a little more balance there, but they got to get open. Uh, but I don't know. I expect a little bit more from them for sure. I honestly, only losing by eight to the Cowboys, I think this maybe is because I think pretty highly of the Cowboys, but I think the Panthers did pretty well for not having Christian McCaffrey. Um, but yeah, like Matthew. I said, think they had a couple of garbage time touchdowns. They did. It was it, that that yeah. score doesn't indicate how that game went. Yeah, they I, I they, they had fourteen think. points yeah. in the fourth quarter, but because um, it was like thirty something to seventeen, yeah. or fourteen for yeah. a while. Cowboys had twenty points in the third quarter. Yeah, that's that's where it was at. Um, yeah, going into halftime, the Panthers were actually winning by one, but um, but yeah, like Matt already said, like the pretty much the whole offense is DJ Moore, which so far looks <coughs> fine. I mean, they didn't win, but like. DJ Moore is a great player, and Sam Donald's yeah. playing all right, mm-hmm. but well, yeah, it's like, not. It, but like, especially without Chris McCaffrey, which he should be back pretty soon. If a team can find a way to take DJ Moore out of the game, like this team would really struggle. With CMC, they're two dimensional. Without him, they're one. I yeah. mean, it's just that it is what yeah. it is, and they, they, you're right. They got to figure out how to get Robbie Anderson involved with the deep pass. They there's a lot of other things they can add to this. Another not a lot of other elements they could add to this, but. Yeah, they're so they're still going to be a frisky little team. Yeah. Like they are, they're not they're not bad, but I was looking forward to this game to see like how well the Panthers stacked up, and this is it kind of reassured what I thought about them. Mm-hmm. I was like they're they're going to be they're going to be in games, but I don't think they're going to be a playoff team quite yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, next game we got Colts at Dolphins. What a barn burner! Jeez. Huh? Oh, um, Colts win this one twenty seven seventeen. Miami's without Tua again. Uh, <laughs> Jacoby Brisket comes in for 199 yards, two touchdowns, probably more than what they would have got from Tua. Um, but this rushing attack from Miami is just gross. I mean, Malcolm Brown, 8 for 23, Brissett, 3 for 8, Miles Gaskin, 2 for 3. Like, I don't know. Gaskin was such a good part of their offense last year, and they just are not getting him involved at all. Um, Devontae Parker showed up in this game, 4 for 77 and a touchdown. Mike Kosicki doing his thing, 5.57 and a touchdown. But besides that, I mean, there's just not a lot to love about Miami right now. They're just very mediocre all over the place. Um, but Colts come out and get their first win. I mean, Carson Wentz, 228-2. Um, I feel like that doesn't indicate his play most of the time. <laughs> um, but Jonathan Taylor, 16 for 103 and a touchdown. That's the recipe for the Colts to win ball games right there. And uh, he was able to get it done. Yeah, finally they get him involved. What the <laughs> heck? How did then, it take yeah. this long? And then in red zone, Mo Alley Cox. I mean, he yeah. made three receptions for two <laughs> touchdowns. I mean, that's that's what, that's what he's in there for, man. He's 6'8". Okay, Gronk. 260, yeah. I mean, throw him the ball in the end zone. But Colts come out to 27-17. They get their first win. Um, and with how bad the AFC South is, they're still very much in it. So. All right, speaking of barn burners, 14-7, Browns beat the Vikings. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> man, I don't know where to start. Like, First of all, Dalvin Cook just got shut down. The Browns' defense is for real, guys. Like, They are definitely playing very, very good football. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that play that Miles Garrett made. Like, he, like there's just some clips that people take of Miles Garrett. And like, oh, yeah. He is I just – he's – yeah, where he like – he literally, I don't know how to describe it, but he, like, 
don't know. He just like takes the offensive lineman like right back into the court. I don't know. It's right. insane. Like Miles Garrett is just superhuman. But this Browns defense is playing very very well. Um, I don't know. Cousins had a horrible game. This was a weird game because we didn't see much of it on red zone. Um, it just seemed like I don't know. There wasn't a ton of scoring, so it was just like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that Minnesota scored on their first drive of the game and then didn't score a single point the rest of the game. <laughs> That's classic. Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins was was really bad. Twenty for thirty eight, um, two oh three and a touchdown and a pick. Um, Baker was not great either. Baker was under fifty percent. He was fifteen of thirty three for one fifty five. But when you have Nick Chubb that rushes for a hundred yards and then Kareem Hunt that goes fourteen for sixty nine yards and a touchdown. Like, you don't really need to, and you're playing good defense. I don't know. This is kind of the way the Browns want to win games. Like, they don't really yeah. care. They'll win the ugly games like this. And yeah. This is a Vikings team that's been putting up points, too. Exactly. I mean, they've yeah. been putting up no, points exactly. left and right, and they get held to seven. And that's, I didn't. I totally forgot this, but the fact that they scored seven on the first drive and then nothing. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. It's just an, uh, this is, it's an ugly game for for the Vikings. I don't – like you said, Brandon, they've been putting up points left and right, so I don't – I think if you're the Vikings, you're just like, okay, we just throw away this game and hopefully <laughs> yeah. we can start scoring again. Yeah, the Browns also, I remember there was like two or three times on red zone where it pinned the Browns because they were going on, they were going for it on like fourth and eight or something. Like there was like, they went for it on fourth down a couple times and just like it would, it would have just, it was like a 20 yard throw on fourth down or something. And so like, I feel like there was a few times where if they would have just played smarter and maybe taken the field goal, they could have gotten a few points or I don't know. It just seemed like they were always, always in a situation where it was like fourth and long and they decided to go for it just because they were in the red zone. Um, but yeah. Update, Tar just missed a red zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. Crazy. Um, I mean, is it time to start talking about the Odell effect? I mean... I don't think I... I don't really think that. Well, if their defense isn't good, they're losing games at this point with this offense. Yeah, but I don't know. I... I'm gonna pull the cliche good teams find find different ways to win. Fair I think enough. they just found a way to win. That's why the Vikings are one and three. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it's entirely. They need. They probably need Landry back. I was just gonna say. I feel like the the, the Odell effect game, yeah. is a, should be weighed the same as the Landry effect, just opposite. Yeah, yeah I, I feel I mean, the same way. I think they definitely right. need Landry without a doubt. Yeah, I, I honestly I don't think Odell is detracting from this team at all. I think they yeah. just lost. Landry. I yeah I think they don't really sometimes don't really utilize them as well as they possibly could but I don't know they they found a way to win but it's it's concerning cause I think the Ravens are gonna put up a lot more points against them mm-hmm. and they're gonna need to show up offensively okay moving on to the next game here might be the surprise of the week we got the uh, Giants and the, the Saints. <laughs> What a barn burner game Jeez. this was. Uh, Carter's throw pick. Oh, car. <clears throat> uh, so, 27-21, Giants and OT. <laughs> Just a, a weird, weird game. You know, you look at this, you know, like, oh, Jameis must have thrown a bunch of picks. Nope, didn't throw a pick. Just didn't, I mean, 17 for 23, 226. Alvin Kamara had a really good game, 20 for 120. Just, a, uh, you know, there's not... Receiving wise, there's nothing to be excited about there. Ty Montgomery's catching three passes and is their third leading receiver. I I don't even know what to really take away from this game besides the Saints aren't anything to be scared. Yeah, of we at all. Th- that week one game is going to be the the weird game of yeah. the year that they beat the Packers thirty one nothing because they have they have they gotten shut out twice now. 
Or no, they didn't get shut out in this game. No, sorry, but, but like their offense are just laid, laid eggs twice. Yeah, I don't. These stat lines are crazy. Yeah. Daniel Jones four oh two and two. What? <laughs> Kenny G's back apparently. Kenny G's? Six for one sixteen. Holy crap! They finally got Saquon involved. And he made plays for him. I. It's a really. It was a really weird game in New Orleans in the Superdome. I think it was the first game in the Superdome right. too. Like, uh, yeah. Really tough for the Saints to be two and two with yeah. their schedule. I mean, you beat the Packers, and you're like, all right, you know, we're in a really good position to be three and one, four and zero oh maybe, and to, yeah, to lay two eggs like that, they're going to be in a really tough position. Um, yeah, I, they have a. Oof. And if you're the Giants, that's a you had to win this game. You've had two games in a row where you you could have won and didn't win, and. Daniel Jones, you're playing for your job, so these are games you have to win. So good for the Giants, but the Saints, yeah, would not be stoked about their playoff aspirations whatsoever. No. All, all the problems we talked about with the Saints, especially with their wide receiver court. I mean, you got Marcus Callaway two for seventy four. That's, I mean, two deep shots probably. Yeah. You have Deontay Harris five for fifty two, and then yeah, right. You have Ty Montgomery. And then they use Juwan Johnson in the red zone. That's about it. Right. I mean, that's all they Jason got. Jason held two touchdowns. I failed to mention yeah. that. But I mean. <laughs> Michael matter. Thomas, I don't, I don't know what he'll bring to this team if he is what he was, but they need, they need someone to pair with Kamara, and he would probably be the guy. Yeah, even if he doesn't reach what he used to be, like if he's just average, better than Marquez <laughs> Callaway or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, all he needs to be is average for this. Or team. just better than Ty Montgomery. Step up a little bit, yeah. All right, this is the other weird game. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, weirder. I did not see this coming from a mile away. Yeah, I don't think anyone did. So, <laughs> Titans, Jets. Jets win 27-24. And here's the crazy thing. So, well, so the Titans are without Julio and A.J. Brown. Trap game. Huh? It was a trap game because that right, that right there. Yeah. Um, and there's so many times where we were just like, why didn't you just run Derrick Henry? Why didn't you just run Derrick Henry? And he still had 33 carries for 157 oh. yards. <laughs> oh, my oh. goodness. He's 40. 33 oh carries for 157 yards. And... What's uh, the average? That's probably not even that great. 4.8. For the, for the um, Zach Wilson side of this, I, I'm... It really annoys me that every, like there's people now that are just like I I told you Zach Wilson mm-hmm. had this potential in him and it's like he's doing the same exact thing and making the same exact throws that he was the first couple weeks. They just defense. yeah they just yeah. were the receivers were getting open and he was like he happened to complete a few of them instead of throwing them picks. Titans are not known for their past. No defense. no. So if you're if if you're taking a victory lap mm-hmm. for Zach Wilson this week, yeah. hold your horses because yeah. I would not be. Too excited. No, this will probably be one of his better stat lines this season. I mean, I'm sure they play some other crappy teams later, but um, like 300 yards and two touchdowns. He did have one pick, only one pick. But yeah, yeah, just like you said, like he's doing the same exact stuff. And this offense is so weird because, like, they definitely haven't gotten their rushing game no. going at all, and their receiving core is like. It's weird. Like, Jameson Crowder. So, Jameson Crowder had seven receptions for 60 yards. Corey Davis, four for 111. Yeah, yeah, uh, the one deep ball. Both of those, yeah, both those guys had a, a touchdown. Um, Keenan Cole gets three receptions for 92 yards. So, they're really just getting, like, these deep balls. Um, but, yeah, their, uh, their team just does not have a whole lot to 
whole lot to work with right now. And, um, I mean, yeah, they beat a bad defense, and the Titans were missing their two best receivers, and they only won by three. Um, yeah. Still, though, I, I knew th- I knew there was plenty of times where it was like, oh, they could have just ran Derrick Henry there again. I did not know that he had 33 carries for 160 yards. But even then, they still lost to the New York Jets. Next game we got here, we got Kansas City Chiefs uh, at the Philadelphia Eagles. If you bet the over in this game, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Chiefs won this game 42-30. to um, Jalen Hurts kind of had on himself a game, 387-2 with 50 yards rushing. Um, they were down from this game, so they didn't really rush the ball a lot. Uh, Miles Sanders was irrelevant in this ball game. But Kenneth Gainwell, 31 yards on the ground. He also added six catches for 60 yards. And then this is kind of a, a highlight day for Devonta Smith, 7 for 122, kind of balled out. Um, on the Chiefs' side, Patrick Mahomes, five touchdowns, <laughs> two, 280 yards only, uh, also threw another pick. Um, but, yeah, five touchdowns stands out. They actually got Clyde involved in this game, 14 for 102. He looks good. And then Darryl, As a non-biased dynasty owner of Clyde, he does <laughs> look good. And then uh, the vulture, Daryl Williams, gets them with the touchdown, the rushing touchdown. Um, and then receiving. It seems like these defenses are coming out and <coughs> – they're really playing the game. I mean, you either put two on Kelsey, you put two on Hill, and it seems like the past couple of weeks it's been, let's put two on Hill, and then Kelsey kills him. This week, let's put two on Kelsey. Kelsey only was four for 23. Well, Tyreek, 11 receptions, 186 <laughs> yards, and three touchdowns. It's like, at this point, we're picking our poison, and this is what these defenses have to do. And uh, I think I'd almost rather cover Tyreek than Kelsey, because Tyreek's 40 yards down the field catching bombs for touchdowns. Right. It's, it's, it's just it's unreal. The guy is unreal. Um, but, yeah. I mean, Mahomes five touchdowns. What are you gonna do? Right. I mean, no, can't score with them. But K- their defense is worrisome. I'm not gonna lie. I agree. I very much agree. Now, KC minus seven was like the easiest bet in the world this week. Um, you knew Mahomes was not going to lose three games in a row. But yeah, I agree. Brandon, their defense. It's very similar to the Bucks. Like it's weird. I'm very interested for our power rankings discussion, um, in a couple nights because there is just a lot of concerns with these top teams um speaking of that our top team in our power rankings this week falls to the arizona cardinals 37 to 20 the rams fall to the cardinals 37 to 20 um cardinals are about to be the only undefeated team left in the nfl um kyler murray is your first half mvp uh he has played very very well had a great game this week i mean like his stat line isn't wasn't great this week but he just made some plays that when you're out out there when you're just like, he is scrambling away from Aaron Donald and making throws downfield that you have not been able to see anybody else um, do. And so, yeah. Um, Chase Edmonds, though, looked, I thought he looked very, very good. Um, yeah, he he looked, looked really good. And then A.J. Green, all of a sudden, is just um, like a contributor in this offense. I did, did not see that coming, if I'm being honest. Like, I did not think A.J. Green would be this much of a factor for the Cardinals, but, um, yeah, I mean, their offense looks really good, um, and then on the Rams side, I don't know what happened, Cooper Cup, I guess, didn't have his superhero game like he (laughs) normally does, um, yeah, they just weren't able to put up points, Stafford didn't look great, which was surprising, because this Cardinals defense hasn't been, like, a ton to write home about, but, um, he doesn't like Robert Woods. I'm convinced. No, I'm he convinced does not. that there is a feud there, and then Cooper Cup's like, <laughs> yeah. you are not allowed to throw down. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, um, I mean, they did. Cardinals did a good job mitigating Aaron, Aaron Donald. I think I'm looking at he had four tackles, no sacks, no tackles for losses. 
Um, but yeah, credit to the Cardinals. I, yeah. I don't know. I think this in is LA, a, right. I think this is a weird game for the Rams though. Like you came up, you you beat the Bucks last week. You come off a big win there. You have the Seahawks on Thursday night, so you're probably thinking about that game a little bit. I don't know. I think it's just a weird. This is a weird game, but big credit to the Cardinals because they look. Very good. I gotta read this here, okay? Van Jefferson, six receptions for ninety yards and a touchdown. Great game for him. Robert Woods, four for forty eight and a touchdown. Whatever, you know. They both had six targets. Cooper Cup, five for sixty four on thirteen targets. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, crazy. You know, it's almost like there's a recipe to stopping this offense <laughs> yeah, at right. this point. Like just cover Cooper Cup because apparently thirteen targets compared to six where Jefferson catches all of them is is what Stafford wants to do. So that's that's interesting to me. That's, I wonder if that's, that's going to be a trend. Targets. I wonder yeah. if that's going to be a trend. That's a lot of targets. It's like, I mean, there was <coughs> there was no secret that Cooper Cup was like playing amazing, but it's almost like it's almost like we've like the Rams have shown their hand. They're like, we can like yeah, Cooper Cup gets like a lot of these big catches, but like only Cooper Cup can get a lot of these big catches. Like yeah. No, thirteen targets on only five catches. That's bad. Which which is crazy because it seemed like the Rams were just. Rolling like I was like nothing can stop them and but they literally take out one player, and it stopped them. Yeah, which is a little. I don't want to say it's concerning because the Rams are still very good, but. But yeah, if you're if you're if your team is that good and it run you're pretty much your whole, offense went through one player like. I don't know. Maybe it is a little concerning. Mm. Uh, next game we got the Ravens and the Broncos. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater goes out, I believe, in the first quarter with a concussion. And then we get the Drew Locke experience for the rest of the game. <laughs> and the, the Broncos were a team that were kind of like, we, we felt they played three cupcake games, didn't feel like they were that great of a team. But, yeah, here's their opportunity. And, you know, for Teddy Bridgewater to go out early, uh, you know, we see why Drew Locke got benched. Uh yeah. It's tough. It's tough. You know, Melvin Gordon gets nine carries for six yards, but they are down uh, 17-7, you know, going into halftime, and they just had to throw the ball a lot. And uh, they're just not uh, – it's tough. It's tough. The, you know, Ravens, <coughs> I I want you to talk about yeah. that feud. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so here's what happened. So there's a clip that was going around of – with like 15 seconds left to go in the game, the Ravens have the ball. It's 23 to seven, and instead of taking a knee, they ran a little quarterback power to the left side, and Lamar slides after gaining like five yards. The video was like showing Vic Fangio, the coach of the Broncos, cussing and swearing that they did not take a knee and that they ran the ball instead. Well, a little side note: the Ravens apparently were trying to keep the streak of a, having a hundred yards rushing as a team alive. It's like. Ties now the all-time record at like forty-three games in a row of yeah, yeah of having a hundred yards rushing or more. Fangio in his press conference says something along the lines of like, "Oh, that doesn't surprise me that they didn't take a knee. Like the Ravens don't care about player safety." Pretty big shot at, at the Ravens. Wow. To which John Harbaugh, which I thought was hilarious, responds with, "Um." The Broncos threw a Hail Mary, or call a timeout to throw a Hail Mary one play before that. And he was like, yeah, he was like, so much for player safety on their side, too. I don't know. I was like, that is a, I don't know. It's a petty little feud. Like, honestly, who cares about taking a knee or whatever? But um, I thought Harbaugh's clap back with I think he made another point. He was like, I'm unaware of a 16-point Hail Mary. Yes, that's (laughs) what it was. That was was savage, too. 
The only thing I have to say about this game is, I don't know, Lot Murray, I don't think... Tyson Williams is a healthy scratch. I don't know if he's in the doghouse or what, but Tyson Williams is far more explosive than Lat Murray. And yeah. Lev Bell on four carries, I only saw like two clubs of it. Didn't look bad. All right. It looks a little faster than Lat Murray. Lat Murray probably should be the power back and Lev Bell and Tyson Williams can fight over everything else. But eh, good for the Ravens. I don't know. Broncos with Drew Locke or the Broncos of last year. And with Teddy Bridgewater, they can sneak out a lot of games where their defense can play well. Probably could beat the Steelers, who knows? But uh, I don't know. There's not a ton to take away from this game. Ravens should and yeah. did win it as they're expected to. Just made me happy for it. There's a lot of people in our comments on our power rankings, like how are the Broncos not in there, how are the Broncos on there. It's like, let's just wait to see them play this game. And then... Right. Play any team that isn't yeah. horrible. And they lost. You're like, okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel better now. Yeah. yeah. All right, last one, Eli. <coughs> All right. Packers Steelers. Packers win 27 to 17. Um, Can we all sign a petition to have Big Ben uh, retire? Please. Gross game. Two years ago. Like, you throw any decent quarterback on the Steelers team right now, and they're a contender in the AFC because the rest of the team is so good. So good. It is very, very tough to watch Big Ben play quarterback. Yeah, their their defense is their defense is phenomenal. Um, the Packers, I feel like the Packers have been playing a lot better lately, and they were still able to hold the you know stay within ten points of the Packers, which seventeen points for the Steelers is kind of a lot. Yeah, the way they're playing, but not wrong. Um, one interesting thing I just realized uh, for the Packers is. AJ Dunn and Aaron Jones each got 15 carries. I think uh, Aaron Jones had some receptions, but um, they each had 15 carries. Aaron Jones had 48 yards. AJ Dunn had 81. Spicy. Yeah, very no rushing touchdowns. Spicy. Uh, <laughs> speaking of touchdowns, Randall Cobb with two yeah, touchdowns. What the heck? Welcome Randall back. Cobb. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, I guess. Um, yeah, him. So, yeah, he had five receptions for 69 yards. <coughs> Dwell Adams only had six receptions for 64 yards. So, bring it up. It's pissing me off. <laughs> so, uh, uh, by the way, Aaron Jones had three receptions for 50 yards. So, fantasy-wise, he's probably yeah. still more points. But, um, yeah, the Steelers, I just looked up. So, Big Ben was 26 for 40. Why did they make him throw the ball 40 times? He keeps I, trying, he keeps I have no <laughs> idea. He he still pulled 230 yards out of that, a touchdown and a pick. Um, I thought you were about to say he pulled it out of his butt. Keep going. Keep <laughs> Um, I will say though, uh, one bright spot for their future, no matter who's at quarterback, uh, is Najee Harris looks very good. She does. Um, I don't know how long in the future, uh, just because he's already what twenty four. So he's pretty young for how much of an impact he's already had. Sixty two rushing yards, um, six receptions for like thirty yards. Uh, Yeah, I mean they just stuck him right in there, and he he's been he's been doing what they. Him to do. Um, I think one thing that's a little worrying for Najee Harris is, as far as running goes, it's only him. Like, they're mm-hmm. not giving him yeah. any relief whatsoever. Benny Snell had one carry for zero yards. Yeah. That was it. And so he's. Yeah. You know, he, only, he only had 15 carries, which isn't a ton, but like. They're, they're 33. That's like they're carrying twice as many. But, um, but yeah, if there's ever a game where they're like, all right, we have to run the ball, like, they're probably going to run Najee into the ground. 
Right, yeah, McFarland's on the IR and should be back in a week or two. And so maybe they'll get him more involved. I think he's definitely the two instead of Benny Snell. But either way, they're still yeah. those two were there and didn't do squat, so it's hard to really you know, see it going any other way. That offense is gross. Yeah, but best. like you think like we just talked about how bad Big Ben is, like I almost feel bad saying how bad he is. They're making him throw the ball forty times. Like I would not let that guy throw the ball 40 times. Yeah, I can just give it yeah. to Najee. I don't care. Like, yeah. That's just gross. I think it's just because they stock the box. Is there a, I Probably true. Throw a deep. Probably true. It's just gross. Yeah. And and the weird thing, so, like, switching to fantasy is it's impossible to choose which uh, <laughs> Steve Matthew was talking about. This. Like, it's impossible. Like, Deontay Johnson had nine receptions, 92 yards, and a touchdown. But next week, Deontay Johnson could have one catch for 10 yards. Yeah. Yep, hundred percent. It sucks. <laughs> what is Chase Claypool's line been? What's his? What's he had his zero for zero. Did, did he he's even play not, this week? He's not on. I don't know. He's not on the. He, yeah, he had no targets. I don't think oh he, my goodness. Benny Snell's on there for zero for zero, but Chase isn't even on. I think he's an actor. He had a target. Okay. He, he, he had a target. No, I mean like to be on that, you have to have a target. Oh, okay. That's why he's yeah. zero. So it's not one target. <laughs> that's gross, man. Juju yeah. two for eleven. Gross. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Okay, let's say Claypool was inactive. Um, but like, yeah, you have Johnson who goes off for like twenty fantasy points, and then Juju has three. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. and out of those three, you'd think like Juju would be the. Maybe there's, I don't think there's ever a clear starter, but like he was inactive. Yeah, he, he was inactive. Um, but you would kind of be leaning towards Juju. I feel yeah, like I just like more consistently. But is there's, there's no consistency in this offense, and it's he's on my bench. <laughs> just saying, Quipo got fifteen targets last week. Jeez. And See, that makes no sense. Yeah. It's such a weird... <laughs> All right. <coughs> Stay away. The game that we're going to play, we're going to do this every week, it is called the Playoff Cross Game. Cross-off game. So, apparently this is a pretty popular game um, that I didn't really understand until just a couple days ago. So, with 14 teams making the playoffs, right, you take 32 minus 14, that's 18. So, every week we are going to... You, you, we all pick a team to cross off essentially the playoffs. from the playoffs. Okay. Okay. So it's, we pick a team that is not going to make the playoffs. Okay. So since we're already behind this, we're going to pick four right away. <laughs> That's easy. Four each. Four each. Oh no! So so we can all pick the same one. Okay, so. I was like, no, no, no. We're not because we're all going to. So eventually, we're going to try to. Eventually, you'll have eighteen teams that you crossed off, and however many, it, the goal is to have zero. Okay. But if you have like who, so let's do whoever has the. Whoever has the least amount wins. All right. Okay? So all let's... I'm going to go, like... We're all going to have the same form. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the Jags... Jags, Jets, Lions. Jags, Jets, Lions were the first three that went up for me. Texans. Texans is low-key kind of tough. The only reason I say that... Because I'm bad the AFC South. Exactly. Right now, they're second place in the AFC South. That's gross. And I'm still probably crossing yeah. them off. <laughs> but, okay, who, who are other contenders? This is just... I just want to... Like, I'm looking at the other one in three teams are... Falcons or Giants, Eagles. probably. Falcons, Giants. Yeah, maybe Eagles. Even I kind of like the Giants or the Eagles, man. I'm not going to lie to I mean... The only sure. problem with that is they're both in the same division, too. Yeah. So you're kind of like... That's Vikings. Vikings. Kind of I'll go Falcons. Dolphins. You want to go, go Falcons? Falcons? I'm going to go... Who, wait, who's in the Falcons division again? Saints? Yeah, Panthers, Panthers Bucks. Bucks, Saints. Falcons aren't making the playoffs. No. There's no way. But neither are the Texans. I'm going to Texans, yeah. Here we go. How long is I'll go Falcons as well. I'll go Texans. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter what order you put them yeah, in. No, like, they're going to be on there. Whichever one you don't do this for, you can probably do it. Yeah. So, listeners, you guys can kind of follow along. Um, but, yeah, Jags, Jets, Lions are pretty easy ones. Um, so, yeah, I think just every week we'll have a... Like after we do our recaps, we'll be, all right, who's our cross-off, or who's your cross-off team this week? Where it gets tough is when it's, like, yeah, I don't like, know, wild and, like, three more. <laughs> yeah. In, like, honestly, in, like, four or five more weeks, it'll get really tough. Yeah. Because then you're picking teams where, like, I can conceivably see a situation where this team makes the playoffs. <coughs> um, I don't know, is that it? Matthew and Brandon both were... Two for two on their fantasy picks this week. Well done, gentlemen. Yeah, you. Thank you. Um, me and Eli were both one for one. So overall, pretty good week for that's us. Fantasy win for us all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's hard. I know two and six on the year. <coughs> Matthew five two and one. Well done, Impressive. sir. Brilliant. Great job. And you had a good week in your picks. I had a horrible week in my picks. Thank yeah. you, Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, seriously, you tripled down there. <laughs> Three out of four in the Seahawks. Yeah, well done. Um, I'll update the pick standings in a little bit. I think. Brandon might be back in the lead. I think so. Well done, sir. Uh, me and Matthew will be dead. Yeah, you're right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Took a little bit of quick, quick math. math. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you had 12 out of 11. I was like, you got three around. Care, care the one. Care the one. All right, we'll be back on Wednesday night to preview the week. What else will we do Wednesday? Power rankings. I'm excited. That is going to be a... I, that yeah. might be a long discussion. I don't we, might, know. we might have to just slap him in. We might have to do some preparation anyway. stuff <laughs> yeah. for an hour. Like, well, 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 well. It's gonna change. It's, yeah. just, it's inevitable. Just yeah. Yeah. That's that's a whole thing. Car- I'm just gonna throw this out there now. I think the Cardinals are probably, you know, they're gonna be they're gonna be right up there, and I think they're gonna lose the Niners. I just think that they're just gonna find yeah. a way. They'll find a way. Every time we're going to put a team one, they're going to find a way to block. <laughs> well, the rookie at quarterback? Well, let's do this strategically. If every time we put a team at one, they fall, who do we want to fall? Packers. I hate the Packers. All right, Packers are <laughs> the <laughs> Packers are my one. <laughs> I hate the Packers. I don't like um, Packers either. No love for the Packers. What else? We'll have the wild card games done. Damn, cheese head. Uh, maybe we'll do a draft or something, because that was kind of fun ending... Um, were, were we going to do a quarterly check on our QB yes, socks? Yes, quarterly check oh, on yeah, QB yeah. socks. Picks, power rankings, quarterly check on QB socks. Maybe a little draft at the end. Tell you guys, my Haskins stock is, looks nicer and nicer every week. I watch Big Ben. If they sign Mason Rudolph to another contract, I'll probably boycott the NFL. I'm not going to lie to you. That's just, it's if just they don't way. pick up another quarterback, I'm... It should just be Haskins and no one else. That should be the quarterback running. What, are they, what magic are they doing? Yeah, they're just, exactly. Are they just getting him in the weight room and he's lifting like 500 pounds and they're just getting him ready for that? That's the, what I'm saying. Like, what is going on? Did, like, did is you see just, the Tomlin yeah. and uh, Aaron Rodgers? Little, like, little, like, nudge, nudge, wink, wink crap after the game and stuff? No, People are, like, hot, no, hot trot on no. what? him going there, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That would be electric. They, I guess they were laughing and talking, and yeah. people are just all It, it makes too much sense. The Pittsburgh train, it makes uh, way too much sense. Like, would they be Super Bowl favorites if Aaron Rodgers was at the team? Oh, God, with that defense, yes. Maybe not Super Bowl yeah. favorites. In those weapons. That would be so electric. In those weapons. Woo. That's what I'm saying. Is <laughs> The title of this article. Aaron Rodgers and Mike Tomlin share a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the... <laughs> the Belichick Brady was literally like, 
a millisecond hug. It was barely the one they word. Met, they met after the game. Yeah, no, no, but I'm just saying that on Instagram, they slowed the video down and they're like, Belichick and Brady have this, you know. Oh, they like, like, made like slow 10 mo. frames per second. They yeah. made like slow mo. Yeah. So it looked like it was a 20 second uh, hug. No, That's what I was getting. No, at. I remember, I remember like, watching it. Like, Bill looked yeah. mad. Like, Bill came over, like, did a little short pat, and then the just turned yeah, on his that, left. Like, that he very bird, like, F you. <laughs> yeah, oh <my laughs> they are literally flirting. <laughs> <laughs> this video is great. Look at this. He gives him the little <laughs> nod, and then Tom went, little wing wing. <laughs> That, that is awesome. awesome. There's a video of them talking. That is awesome. They're just laughing. Look at this. Look at look at Tomlin's little smirk. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. What's up? How are you? Uh, hey, yo, Freaking that <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is gonna be like, he's gonna treat it like the Bachelor oh, this yeah. off season. He's oh, gonna yeah. be like, who's go gonna wine and dine me? Who's <laughs> gonna? <laughs> What, what can you offer me? I need drink for eight teams. I only got four roses. <laughs> yeah, for real. He's going to do the old, like, yeah, the high school football recruits, what they all do. They're like, here's my top 28. He's <laughs> like, got those four hats, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 like, puts one up. Gotcha. And then pulls one out from under the table. Right. Steelers. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's going to be, that's going to be fun. All right. Anything else? That's all I got. Rock the house. Everybody have a great week. You have a great week too, Brandon. Rock the house. Rock the house.